Heavenly Father, love me still. I have fallen from your will. I am broken. Hear my humble cry, my cry. Take my life and make it yours, Lord. Test one, two. If you got a Bible, I want you to open it up to Genesis 32. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. You guys that are working that back door, y'all come on in and sit down. We'll be all right. They can open it from this point. If they late, they late. Let them in. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Y'all sit down and enjoy your night, man. It's good to be here. I, I want everyone to get something out of this message. I don't want people just come over here and feel like they got to work, 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 and they don't serve, 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 or get the message, message, message. The most important thing about you coming is getting the message. Come on, somebody, hear me tonight. That's the most important thing. It's not about what we're doing. It's about hearing from God tonight. Your identity is not found in you taking up the offering. Your identity is not found in you being an elder of this church. Your identity is found in Christ. Your identity is not found in how much we do. It's, it's found in Christ. I want to talk to you about finding your identity in Christ. How many people know that's important to find your identity in Christ? 
You can, people will label you, hear me tonight, people will label you, people will say all kinds of things, they'll label you and begin to talk about you and, and to you, and, and I can say this tonight from the bottom of my heart, I've been called everything, some of y'all are shaking your head, you know what I'm talking about, you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm going to ask you tonight to rely on God to reveal your identity. You are not who the devil and sinful people say you are. You know, I remember I was sitting there and the Holy Spirit was dealing with me and I was supposed to tell this story. I don't know why I'm supposed to tell this story, but several years ago before I got saved, I was hanging out one night at a friend's house. And there was this Spanish guy there and his name was Shane. And I had known Shane for a little while, but I didn't know Shane. But he was just one of those guys that was real cocky. Anybody ever been around those people that are just real cocky? We don't like those type of people. <laughs> I, he was just a real cocky type fella. And, and, and my friend was having this party, and Sh I, I, Shane was coming. And, and someone told Shane, whatever you do, don't disrespect Mark. Because Mark's a real bad and you know the word I'd say if I wasn't in church. I don't know why the Holy Spirit wants me to tell you this story, but I'll tell it to you because he wants me to tell it to you. So I was labeled a real bad boy. I was labeled a guy that you didn't mess with. I carried that label for a lot of years. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And I'm not talking about those who make up stories. I'm talking about those ones who really live it, like Hope here. You know, Hope, Hope knows exactly what I'm talking about. She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Two times that she found her way to this altar to keep God checking her heart and fixing her and making her into a new person. God gave hope a new identity. God gave me a new identity. God will give you a new identity. Come on, somebody. So I, I, I was at this place, and, and, and we were having a good time, and I introduced myself, and Mary was there, and my boys were there. We were having a great time that night, and I said something that this guy didn't like. And all of a sudden, he jumped up and got in my face, and, man, I laid that homeboy down quick, fast, and in a hurry. And he said, what would you do that for? And my friend was standing there saying, I told you not to mess with him. Tell Mary, Mary was saying, I, I told you, whatever you do, do not say nothing to him. But my whole life, from the time my parents put me in charge of the back tables at that bar, I had this persona about me. I'd take on grown men. I'd fight at the drop of a hat. I was labeled a bad. So I carried that around as an adult. I praise God to this very night. I've been serving him for 10 years, and I have not been in one physical fight against another human being. I didn't say I didn't want to sometimes. <laughs> but God has rescued me because of my new identity. God will rescue you because of who you are in Christ, not who they say you are, not who the devil says you used to be. You know, I'm here tonight to tell you, you are not who the devils and the sinful people say you are. You, who, you are who God says you are. And sometimes you have to go directly to God to get your real name and get your real identity. 
You have to go straight to God to get your real name and your real identity. Somebody ought to hear me tonight. I want to tell you about a man in the Bible. I love this story of, of Jacob found in the Bible in the Genesis 32. Got my Bible? Jacob wrestled with God and got a new identity. <laughs> Some of you have been wrestling with God for a new identity tonight. Somebody ought to be happy about that tonight. You got something good going and you don't want to let it go. Is anybody here like that tonight? You got, you got something good and you're willing to fight for it. You got a new identity, men, in the interfaith. You want, you're willing to hold on to that uh, no matter what it costs you. You are not who the devil says you are. You're not who sinful people say you are. You're who God says you are. And sometimes you have to go directly to God to get your real name. And this was certainly the case in Jacob's life. Genesis 32, verse 22. Jacob wrestled with God. But during the night, Jacob got up and sent his two wives to can combine and 11 sons across the, the Jabbok River. After they were on the other side, he sent over all of his possessions. This left Jacob all alone in the camp. And a man came, in, came and wrestled with him until dawn. When the man saw that he couldn't win the match, he struck Jacob's hip and knocked it out of joint and out of socket. Then the man said, let me go, for it is dawn. But Jacob panted, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name, the man asked. He replied, Jacob, your name will no longer be Jacob. The man told him, it is now Israel, because you have struggled with both God and man and have won. Come on, somebody, and have won. What is your name, Jacob asked him. Why do you ask, the man replied. Then he blessed Jacob there. Jacob named the place Penel, face of God, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. Come on, somebody. All of Jacob's life, he'd been called supplanter. It was a word that was given to someone who was a trickster a con artist, somebody that his name meant no good. Some of you know what I'm talking about. The world has labeled you no good, worthless, good for nothing, but that's not who God says you are. Maybe somebody's been named drug addict, dopehead, thief, liar, manipulator, but that's not who God says you are. Somebody ought to receive this right up into their bosom tonight. God says that you are his, a child of his. This was certainly the case in Jacob's life. All of his growing up years, Jacob had been called supplanter, one who, who got, it was rightfully his. Jacob's very name meant trickster, schemer. He schemed out his coat. Schemer came into the kitchen Schemer put on his overcoat. Schemer 
take out the trash. Can you imagine growing up with the name Jacob, which meant schemer, trickster? Can you imagine growing up and hearing every time somebody called your name what they believed to be the most negative aspect of your character? Can you imagine growing up and hearing that over and over and over and getting tired of it? How many got tired of their old life and are so glad they got a new one tonight? How many are so glad they got a new life tonight in Christ? You're, you're, you're so blessed. You're, so, you're receiving that right now. You say, Pastor, no one ever trusted me till now. No one ever could call on me till now and know that I'll be there and I'll show up. I'm dependable now, Pastor. I'm ready to fight for that. No one's ever called me good. They've always called me good for nothing. No good. How many hear me tonight? God's the one who names you, not the devil. Jacob's wrestling here because as a boy, he was called names, and, and he got tired of being called that name, and he wanted to be blessed. How would you like it if every time someone saw you, they called you fat boy, or if they called you worthless, or bastard child, or piece of crap, or crook, or an unwanted baby, or a crippled man? Jacob grew up believing what other people said about him, that he was a schemer, a manipulator, a con man, and Jacob lived true to what he said. He believed the lie about him, and he became that lie. Too many of us today are still what people say we were, not who God says that we are. I thought this was a wake-up call message tonight. I know it's raining, it's kind of gloomy, but some of you are running around with the wrong name still today. God says, I'm here tonight to give you a new name. I love the fact that he hold it on to God. He fought for wanting change. Some of you are holding on to your testimony with both hands tonight. Some of you are holding on to who you are in God. You know, it don't matter what those students say about you at school. It don't matter what the world has said about you. It don't matter what they've called you your whole life. God has a new name for you. You know, Jacob grew up believing what other people said. Then he bought into that lie, and then he became that lie. He tricked his father into giving him a blessing and the inheritance that was rightfully his older brother's. He tricked his uncle Laban into care for Laban's flocks, and he hoped to trick his brother Esau in a way that he could return home to face his family. He was a trickster. He bought into that lie. And then all alone in the dark of the night, Jacob had an encounter with God. How many has had a true encounter with with God tonight who's had a really true encounter with God and you know that it was that wake-up call for your life when God said that is not who I designed you to be that is not who I created you to be you are better than that bottle of beer you are better than that bottle of whiskey you are better than those lies you are better than being called the gossiper you know, I was thinking about that. I, 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 I love this Bible study that I did. He believed the lie about him until the lie became reality. And then all alone in the dark of the night, Jacob had an encounter with God. He wrestled with God until daybreak and then finally cried out to God, bless me. How many people know that God wants us to get a hold of him? 
Come on, somebody. We talk about calling him up for prayer. We talk about hollering at him in, uh, from our knees. And, and we talk about talking to him in our car and singing our praises. But there's just some of you here tonight that know what this story is about. It's about holding on to God with both hands and not letting go. Jacob must have been strong. He fought with everything he had. And God said, man, I can't get him off of me. I'm going to touch his hip. And man, bam, and knocked his hip out of the socket. That's somebody that really wants to change. All alone in the dark of the night, Jacob had an encounter with God. He wrestled with God until daybreak, and then he finally cried out to God, bless me. The Lord asked him, what is your name? Jacob replied, I am who people who have said I am. I am Jacob, the trickster, the con man, the schemer. And God said, no, you're not. You're Israel. God gave him a name, and he named him Israel. Come on, somebody. Who are we supposed to be praying for today? Come on, somebody. Who are we supposed to be praying for today? God gave him a new name. He said, your name ain't Jacob no more. Your name is Israel. Oh, I love that. I love that. I, I saw that. Israel, you are a prince. You are the child of God. You have the power of God. You may have done what people said you did, but you are not what people say you are. You may have walked into this church what people said you did, but that don't mean who you are. You ain't got to leave that way. Huh? This ain't got to be a long message tonight. I know it ain't going to be a long message. I'm about two more words from being done. You might have walked in here hearing those same old lies over and over and over and over all your life. All your life. Who's God say that you are? Where do you want your identity known tonight? I think a person's identity is very important to them. Anybody ever had their identity stolen? Some people are raising their hand. That ain't no fun to try to prove that you didn't do it. If they get a hold of your credit and they buy a new house or buy a new car or wipe your bank account out and you go to get a Slurpee at the Valero and you don't have a dollar seven because somebody stole your identity, it ain't no fun. I had somebody come over here the other day and said, Pastor Mark, can you loan me 20 bucks for gas? I said, what happened? They said, somebody stole my identity. I said, oh, my Lord. He said, I got to go to the bank right now. They stole my identity. I don't know what I'm going to do. And they wound up losing $2,700 that they can't get back for six weeks in a police report. They were out of money. They were out of everything because somebody stole their identity. There's somebody else here tonight that tries to steal your identity, too, and it's Satan. And it's going to cost you a lot more than 2700 bucks if you stick it out with him. You know, I, I was thinking about it, brothers. The Lord said, what is your name? Jacob replied, I'm the people, what they said. I'm the trickster. I'm the con man. I'm the schemer. And God said, no, you're not. You're Israel. You are a prince. You're a child of God. You have power of God. You may have done what people said you'd done, but you, don't, you are not what they say you are. When you start praising God, he'll tell you who you are. When you get into God's word and ask God to reveal your identity, he'll show you who you are, and he'll show you what you were meant to do and who you were meant to be. I had a church member, God loves her, I'm not going to put her on blast. Is she here? Maybe, I don't know. She texted me and said, good morning, Mark. How you doing today? I wrote back, I don't know who you're talking to. I'm Pastor Mark to you. I'm Pastor Mark. 
When you call me, my name is Pastor Mark. You're my church member. There's a level of respect you have to show me because I know the devil tries to tell me I'm no pastor. I'm no good. I'm no not. I need to hear it. We need to hear who we are in Christ. You need to hear who you are in Christ. You men every day, you ought not be playing games up in that disciple house. You ought to be calling each other blessed, calling each other sober. You're never, you, man, I'm so sick of people saying, I'm always going to be an addict. I'm always going to be this. Always, you might always struggle in that area, but that ain't who God says you are. So quit calling yourself that. I know that's part of the recovery program for some things, but I'm going to tell you, once God sets somebody free, he sets them free, and he gives them a new identity, a new name. And he'll do that for you tonight, and I believe that. When you start praising God, he'll tell you who you are. When you get into God's word and you ask him to reveal your identity, he'll show you who you are. He'll show you who you are. He says in Deuteronomy 28, 13, he says, you're the head, not the tail. Come on, somebody receive that tonight. That means that you're going to the front. You're not going to be on the bottom. You're the head, not the tail. God's got big plans for some of you, but you have to understand. you gotta, you got to receive that tonight. You said, Pastor Mark, I ain't never been nothing but the tail. Well, tonight God says you're going to the front. You're the head. You're going to be the one in the bus on the first seat, on the first seat of the bus. You have to have faith to believe that, though. You have to have faith to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else can believe in you. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe today's the day, your last day, you're doing dope. The day's the last day, you're going to lie. The day's the last day, you're going to be the troublemaker in the church. You're the head and not the tail. You got to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, who else is going to believe in you? You got to believe what the word says that you are. You're the head and not the tail. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2, 9, you're chosen for this generation. Well, what does that mean, Pastor Mark? Chosen for this generation? Am I going to be president of the United States? No. You may not be president of the United States, but you're chosen to lead your family. Come on, somebody. You're chosen to be this generation, your family. When you're 80 years old, Benny, when you're 80, you're almost there. When you're 80 years old, brother... Your children ought to look back and say, my daddy served God. They ought not even remember the years you served the devil. They ought to know from this point on till you're 80 years old, if that's when God calls you home, you served God with all your heart. You're chose to lead this generation right here. I'm chose to lead this flock right here. Vicky's chose to, to lead that generation. Marion and those girls over there are chose to lead that generation. But I believe the generational changes start at home when you say, you know what, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'll be the head of my house. My kid ain't running my house. I'm not going to let my kid run my house. Bible also says this in Romans 8 37 says you're born to conquer so your identity is you're a conqueror that means you're a conqueror you can do stuff you can make things happen you can bust through a door with Jesus Christ you're a conqueror you can overcome every demon in your life I was talking to a friend of mine. He said, brother, I got my own demons. I said, boy, don't we all? But you can conquer those demons because God says that you are more than a conqueror. He said, how do you suppose I do that? I said, you do it by starting right now to make some lifestyle changes. 
you make some lifestyle changes. There are some of you here tonight that need to make some lifestyle changes. You're never going to conquer your demons when you're hanging around with demons. Hmm, you write that down, put it on Facebook. You're never going to conquer your demons unless you're willing to change, unless you're willing to start new. I sometimes I'm afraid for people who ride that fence because I'm afraid that one day God just may kill them and remove them because they talk one way, but their actions say another. You can conquer your life by putting one foot in front of the other and trusting God with every area of your life. Somebody ought to praise him if you understand what I'm saying tonight. You are more than a conqueror. There has not been one time that any situation has conquered me since I've been walking with Christ. Even this weight that I'm battling to get off. It's fight. I said it'd be easy for me. You know, I smoked for 20-something years. I smoked all the time. I told Mary, I think I'm going to take up smoking because I was skinny when I was smoking. You got to die of something. She said, you ain't taking up smoking. You're going to get that weight off. It's hard. It's hard to get up and exercise and walk in the road. And when I'm at the store, I'm telling you, I grew up on a garden water hose. When I wanted water, I got the garden water hose. I still have trouble paying $2 for a bottle of water. So if I'm standing at the Valero and I'm looking and I'm making a choice, do I pay $2 for this garden water hose water that they put a stamp label on there that says sparkling? Or do I die to my, or do I get what my flesh wants and grab that Dr. Pepper? The choice always wins out. The doctor, oh, the Dr. Pepper sauce. But it, it, I know what's in that bottle, and I know what I need. You know that we're supposed to take on 8 or 10 or 12 bottles of water a day. I got a friend who used to play right here on this stage. Great man of God, loved the Lord with all of his life. He drank so much coffee. He just lived off coffee, 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 coffee. He never drank water, never drank soda, only drank coffee. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I think that that had a lot to do with him dying. The body's supposed to be nourished and taken care of. And I'm having a hard time. I'm going to ask you to pray for me. Any of you that are struggling in your weight, let's all pray for one another. And let's try to make a better deal and conquer this thing. Hey, man, if that guy from Subway can do it, we can do it. I'm going to need $6 from every one of you tonight before you leave. Because I'm, I'm going to do a commercial, Scott Phillips. You and I, buddy, we have a foot long. You get half, I get half. But should I let my weight beat me or should I beat my weight? Should you let alcohol or drugs beat you or should you beat the drugs or alcohol? Should you let some other man have your wife? Or should you fight for your wife? And should you let somebody else raise your kids? Or should you tonight start conquering and raising your kids? Somebody give God a praise. The Bible also says this. You're a citizen in a holy nation. I thought about that and I thought, wow, what does that mean? I'm a citizen in a holy nation. That means I'm just trespassing here. I got a home in glory land that outshines the sun. Come on, somebody receive that tonight. I got a home in glory land that outshines. I'm just a, I, I, it says right here in, in Exodus 19.6, the citizen of a holy nation. That means that, you know what, this is temporary right here. 
where you're at right now is just temporary. You may struggle. You may have some setbacks. But listen to me. If you follow Christ and believe with all your heart, you're, 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 this is just temporary. you got another place you're going called heaven that you can look forward to. I'm looking forward to heaven. How about you? If God came back tonight, I'm ready to go. If God come right now, I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to heaven. Well, I know I'm going to be there. Some of you don't know you're going to be there or not. You don't. You, you play games too much. You, everything's a joke. Listen to me. You don't know. You need to make sure that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life so that when this world dies and, and destroyed and gone and the devil's running this thing and, and all that, it's all in Revelation. I ain't got time for all that tonight. But you don't want to be here for it. Or if you get in your car and you don't make it home tonight, it's raining, the roads are wet. We already heard about the officer's accident. What if your accident is a different story? It says, for me, I'm a, I love this. I'm a citizen of a holy nation. So if I leave out of here tonight and my truck slips and slides and I, I, I'm no longer with you this coming weekend, call me glory, call me gone. I'm a citizen of a holy nation. I'll be up there walking streets of gold, hanging out with my brothers and sisters, and I hope to see my mom and dad. I'll be hanging out with Jesus. I'll see if he can wear my hat. Like I tried to put it on his head. He got a haircut today. It messed him all up. But, <laughs> but I want to encourage you tonight. I'm done. Listen to me. A citizen, he says this, that I'm, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm chosen for this generation. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm part of a royal priesthood. I have treasure stored up for me. I'm a citizen of a holy nation. I think, Cowboy Church, we need to look to God to reveal our true identity. He alone knows what you're supposed to look like. He knew you before you were born. And then the devil started naming you. Not anymore, Cowboy Church. You're a great wife. You take care of your kids. Come on, somebody. You're a great wife. You take care of your husband, your kids, and your responsibility. Touch three people and say you're a great wife, or women anyways. <laughs> unless you're Nolan this week, unless you're Nolan this week, he says, Mr. Mom. You're a great husband. You're a great husband. You're a great husband. You're a great husband. You're a great friend. You're trustworthy. You're honest. Who can honestly say tonight, if they said they were honest, that they're working at that and becoming honest each and every day? I'm honest. I'm sober. I'm clean. A couple weeks ago, I met a guy that was shooting needles in his arm. He showed me all the marks up and down his arm. He said, I got to change. I got to change. I got to change. He showed me all the needle marks in his arm. I said, brother, are you using clean needles? He said, no, sir, I'm not. I got to change. I said, this ain't who you are. He went back to who the devil said he was. I'm going to ask you tonight not to follow in that man's footsteps. And go with who God says that you are. 
Somebody ought to hear me tonight. You say, Brother Mark, you're preaching to me. Come back to who God says you are. Preacher, prophet, evangelist, elder, deacon, servant. Come back to who God says you are. Holiday season, people need us to be who God says we are. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Father, thank you for this night. Thank you for this generation that we're in charge of here, Father. Let us be your people with your voice, Lord, that's crying in the wilderness. Come home, come home. Come home, come home. Get saved right now. Get saved right now. Thankful for those that are here tonight who believe in this message. Believe that Jacob wrestled with God. He wrestled with God. So he got his blessing. And he got his change. Keep fighting for your change, Cowboy Church. It's working. Come on, somebody. It's working. Who hears me tonight? It's working. You thank God you're not who you used to be. You're fighting for who you want to be and who your identity is in Christ. Lord, bless this group of people that came out this rainy night. That they be a holy nation. Born again believers. It's not about denominations. It's about a relationship. If you have a relationship with God, it will show. I ask you tonight, do you need to give your life to the Lord? Do so with me right now. Just say, Lord, I give my life to you. I want to serve you with all my heart. Please forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Tonight, I make you my Lord and Savior. I don't want to wrestle with the devil no more. I want to walk with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. Amen.